there's an assumption, a reasonable assumption, that when you have an antibody that you are protected against reinfection. But that has not been proven for this particular virus. I Uh-oh. Didn't, I didn't know that. Well, I we, didn't we know that. T- talked about that a little bit last week. I think it was the uh, rather disappointing number of reinfections. Okay, I've got that. So uh, there's a couple of things that, well, Joe, Joe started the show by saying you did a lot of research into the virus itself over the weekend and discovered nobody knows anything. Right. Um, there, there's a lot of different stories. but So they're still trying to figure out this whole people getting it twice problem. 179 recovered coronavirus patients in South Korea tested positive again. Now, we all heard that story, and immediately people started to think, well, it's a testing situation, right? It's a testing problem. It's got to be something to do with that, right? Early reports of individuals who'd gotten sick, tested positive, recovered, tested negative, then tested positive again, Originally dismissed as problems in the testing, but scientists now think there's been a reinfection. Degrees of virulence, whether new strains or whatever's going on here, it's hiding in the body or something. Director of the um, CDC there in Korea, and they're a first world country, they're as modern as modern gets, said an investigation is underway to determine why patients are retesting positive. They previously suggested that that might have been um a testing but now they think these people were reactivated after remaining it was remained dormant in the patients as Sleeper opposed cells. as opposed to being reinfected it uh, goes what yeah and as opposed to being so it is like a sleeper cell and yeah so it's not you uh it went away and you got reinfected it goes dormant it doesn't show up in the tests lays low for a while lays low and then comes back Oh, good. Which is just horrifying, obviously. Shame on Why? Why? Because we're talking about China here. Why are the scientists at that damn lab and the officials in charge of the lab and the officials in charge of them, why aren't they not hanging on a giant gallows somewhere? Jeez Louise. God dang it. Sloppy lab work is, is bringing humanity to its knees. Thanks, China. You suck. Um, so we've talked a lot about it. It's impossible to know how many cases there are in the country. So how would you know when cases are actually going down when you don't do that much testing? You can count deaths because dead is dead. Unless you're Jesus, dead is dead. Mm-hmm. And you can count those. Although there is the whole died with coronavirus versus dying of coronavirus. But still, you can count the number of dead. Critical care hospitalizations are going down, and that is something you can count. So they announced that over the weekend, that the number of people that are going to the hospital and needing critical care, that is going down. Good news. So that would certainly seem that we've crossed the peak, unless there's another peak, which is what happened with the Spanish flu in 1918. Twin peaks, if you will. It came in the spring. It left. People thought, oh, that was pretty bad. Oh, my God, could have been a lot worse. Thank your lucky stars. It came back in the fall and killed gazillions of people. So that's, that's certainly what we're trying to avoid in this case. Something to look forward to. And then one more thing just worth mentioning. Uh, and this, I got this from Fox News. This isn't one of the necessarily Trump-hating channels. There was talk in early March, I guess it would have been late March, uh, early February, of getting these... Wait a minute. Was it late March or early February? The talk was, you know, that last week of March, first week of February, in that period, the, the, all the discussion was getting these mobile test labs going, or, these, okay. the, or the testing around the country, and that was the focus of the press conferences there for a week or two. 
Mm-hmm. And it was announced that we were going to have testing up at pharmacies all across America. I remember that. That was a big deal, and we were all excited about it. Well, Fox News did something they do where they check in. How's that story going right now? And as of Friday, and I don't know if the numbers are better today, I'll bet they're not a lot better. Oh, this was Trump standing up in the Rose Garden with the CEOs of all the big companies, CVS, Walgreens, Target, and Walmart standing behind him. I remember that. And they've all agreed that we're going to have testing at their pharmacies. Got that under control. It's going to be happening any moment now. So that was however many weeks ago. Walmart has five across the entire entire country. How many thousand Walmarts are there in the country? There are five places Walmart pharmacies where you can do it. There are four for CVS in the entire nation. Two for Walgreens. Zero for Target. As of Friday. That's a total of... 11. Standing in the Rose Garden with the CEOs behind him, shaking hands, smiling about how great this is. This is America coming together. This is the power of our economy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's what we've accomplished in that amount of time. The heck happened? For a variety of reasons. I mean, if you can get it into three CVSs, why not 300? That's the very nature of having a chain. Two Walgreens, four CVSs, five Walmarts, zero Targets. That is not good. No, it's not. Man, I was reading more about the whole CDC problem with the tests and everything. Mm-hmm. If that isn't, and, and my gosh, again, this is why politics makes me crazy. It's all about Trump, orange man good, orange man bad. If you look at what happened in the CDC uh, in the early days of this, it is such a stunning indictment of bureaucracy and overregulation. It's, it's a withering indictment. It's a, it's a fatal indictment. But unfortunately, people aren't really looking past the headline. Let me jump into the Peggy Noonan op-ed piece over the weekend in the Wall Street Journal, because she talks about this, and it's it's such a good piece through and through. Yeah, read it twice. It sounds great to me. Our federal government has to stop making empty and misleading claims about testing. Leave to history how much the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Food and Drug Administration were allowed to screw up. I agree. We need to nail this down. The regulations, all that. Figure that out at some point. Right. Since then, White House announcement, announcements on testing have been all showbiz, as I, were just talk, I was just talking about. Tests are always coming in 10 days. They're in the pipeline. They're being shipped next week. We're scaling up. Wednesday, Mike Pence crowed at the daily White House briefing. We have conducted and completed 3,324,000 tests across the nation. As Peggy Noonan points out, that's barely 1% of the population three months into the crisis. That's not an achievement. That's a scandal. It is a scandal. Yep. We're three months into this, and we've tested 1% of the population in the richest country that has ever existed. My understanding is that's improved in recent days, but uh, it's not good. Well, as she said, we're always, uh, we're always, it's always in the pipeline. We're always just a week away from really ramping that up. If you'd have told me a month ago when we were talking about this, that we'd still be at 1% for the whole country. I'd have thought, what could possibly have gone wrong? Right. Where we still would only have checked one out of 100 people. That can't be. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the case. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't want to undermine her premise because I like the piece, but I think we're up to hundreds of thousands per day, though, now, right? Which. Yeah, I, I hope it's growing fast. She Which wrote means this it'll over be the weekend. Four million by the end of the... The, the. Her numbers were from Saturday. Okay. 
All right. Maybe it's gotten tremendously better in the last 36 hours. I hope yeah, you're right. Yeah, if, if 90% of those were in the last, you know, 36 hours, then obviously that's an entirely different story. But, yeah, it's been, it's been weak and disappointing, honestly. Well, and I think that at the, at the point that the Wall Street Journal and Peggy Noonan are really pointing that out and saying this is a scandal, and Fox is doing that story about yeah. the pharmacies saying... Yeah. Zero for Target pharmacies in the entire country. Five for Walmart. There's a Walmart in every town in America. There are five pharmacies doing testing. Yeah. After a couple of months of talking about this, when Fox and the Wall Street Journal are talking about that, I think you got a problem. Although I tell you, two weeks ago, three, is it two weeks? It seems like about two weeks ago, uh, a niece of a good friend of ours had the corona. Or, or, I'm sorry, had a high fever, a cough, difficulty breathing, aches in her joints, blah, blah, blah. And the hospital was still telling her, well, you didn't come into contact with anybody or blah, blah, blah. You haven't been to Wuhan, so no, you don't get a test. Okay, that was just a couple, two, three weeks ago. Uh, just over the weekend, a buddy of mine felt fluey and um, and called his doctor. The doctor said, come get a test. Got a test that day. So, same state. You know, both in Cal mm-hmm. Unicornia. Um, but I'm not an authority on how much it's improved. I, I Are we a country that can look at problems like this and solve them without even bringing up what party did this or what party did that? Ooh, or I know. Was I know Trump Ford against it? <laughs> Sean knows the answer to this question. <laughs> I, you know... I've been looking at the South Korean response. That's hilarious. The South Korean response has been really impressive in a lot of ways, and there is one great reason for that, and it's just so dumb. It's a it's a freakonomics thing. Asians are better at math. That's it. No, that's trafficking in stereotypes, Jack, which which is hateful even when it's positive, or that's what they tell me. Um. It's that their institutions are so much newer. Their bureaucracies are so much younger and lighter on their feet and so you know, early on the the inevitable road of the iron law of bureaucracy where every bureaucracy starts with a purpose and more and more people within it. Uh, their job becomes defending the bureaucracy until before long, mostly the bureaucracy exists to serve the bureaucracy, and nobody even remembers what they're supposed to be doing. So they haven't South- had the thickening and coagulation of time that we've had in our bureaucracies. Right, exactly. And, you know, also, and this is, again, it's just an accident of history, although good governance would be working to counteract this. They, uh, they, a lot of their institutions are coming of age in the modern era. So their government looks around and says, 5G for everybody? Yeah, that's an infrastructure thing. It's like building roads, bingo, let's just do it. And it's done. And they get it done in a big hurry. Now, granted, it's a smaller country with a smaller population, too, but they don't have millions of people making tens of billions of dollars in cushy government gigs where they're never asked to accomplish anything. They just don't have that. You know, it's almost like a human body. It doesn't improve as you age. Ask me someday. I'll tell you all about it. Um, So it's just it's unfortunate to see what we're always warning about and moaning about coming true. Yeah, um, you'd think this would be a wake-up call of some sort when this is all said and done, or even right now. You know, well, it's funny. It, I tell you what, it'd be helpful as hell if it wasn't all the time, always, good, orange man bad, orange man good. Right. It's the um, only discussion. It's funny, you know, when you look at it from a distance, I don't have any idea with South Korea 
I don't under, I don't have any idea if there's a conservative in charge right now or a liberal or when their next election is or which party did what. I don't have any idea because it doesn't freaking matter to me. I uh, just you know I just want to know the overall results. I wish we could do that with ourselves sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I know it. You know the other thing about South Korea, and I say this just to be fair. Uh, is their cultural tradition is a lot more towards sacrificing for the group as opposed to the individual being the 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 uh, the most important um, you know uh, factor in in our government and in our culture, and so they can tend to do things like saying, "Hey, everybody, we're going to track you on your cell phone, so we immediately know who you might have infected." Yeah. South are, Korea, as a people, say, "Okay." They're also uh, better at math. They're very, very good at math. Which helps. Yeah. Um, is anything we said, did, did you know something different about it? Are we wrong? Are we right? You saw an article, whatever. Hit us with that on the text line, the email, or whatever. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Quite a few Happy cars. Happy New Year. Quite a few cars and trucks and people in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, doing one of those uh, open things up protests. Outside the Capitol, it appears. Uh, which is what is That's where old Joe Biden came from, right? Harrisburg? I thought is he was right? Scranton. Scranton, sorry. That's yeah. eh, right down the road. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think this is going to be a big thing for the week, and we'll see how it plays and how people react. I, I don't know. Big old protest, Capitol, California today. Should be interesting. We'll see Noon how big it local is. time, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I defied various uh, orders. Well, of course, Jack, all the stories we tell on the Armstrong and Getty show are fictional and made up for the entertainment of the audience. But <laughs> we defied the various guidelines and went up to our cabin in the woods, uh, me, Judy, and Delaney May. And a couple of things struck me. Number one, a lot of the little towns have these big yellow signs outside them that say, visitors, please uh, distance from our population. Keep us healthy, and it's it's it was like one step away from uh you know they'd like a a little cartoon of a guy hanging, and a arrow <laughs> arrow that says tourists. <laughs> so it was pretty funny for these touristy towns in the mountains to say stay away, you well, bastards. I, I can see why if you live in a town that's got zero cases, you don't want people traveling through stopping, you know, using the restroom, oh, yeah. dropping off the virus, and heading out. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, buying T-shirts and lunches here in our local town, normally speaking, but stay the hell out. And the uh, the second uh, tale was I went to see uh, this guy who m- made me a guitar years ago. Um, he's a, he's a, a luthier out in the middle of the woods, but a sweet guy and just a terrific human being and makes really fabulous guitars. Um and inexpensive too, but so mine had a problem, so I brought it back to him, and I was chatting with him and his wife, and we had that uncomfortable. Uh, I got a mask on. Do you want me to have a mask on? Uh, I feel right. great, but uh, I might be sick, even though I feel great. And we ended up without masks. But anyway, um, she mentioned that she's lived in this little mountain town with him for thirty-two years, 
and she's still looked at as an outsider, and people aren't sure they can trust her. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's one of those little backwoodsy towns. That's what we like. Oh, that's no. what I grew up with, and that's what we like. Stay away. You're not from here, are you? Get <laughs> Newbie. I've lived here for 32 years. Get. You don't know our ways. <laughs> Get. Yeah, oh, I've, I've had that a couple of times, too. The weird, I'm wearing a mask here and wearing a mask. It's hard to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I'm not worried about you. Are you worried about me? <laughs> Let's both yeah. decide we're not, and then just take them off. Which, there's no science to back that up, but still, whatever. I did my first transaction fully masked. I felt a little weird about it. Oh, I've done a hundred. Yeah, yeah just... I know. I know you have. I, I look to you as my uh, my role model. But yeah, I went in the hardware store to to get some various stuff. Uh, not, oh, that's right. The the inability to see someone's facial expression. I still am not. Yeah. I don't know if and, I'll ever get and, used to that. But and the words all being a little muffled. It's like you're talking to each other through a yeah. bad apartment wall. Yeah, that is a hey, problem. Keep it down in there, buddy. A buddy, a buddy of mine and I were conversing about how we both have rusting uh, angry face. And uh, so the mask covers up our resting angry face. So we look f- perfectly pleasant and approachable with our masks on. Wow. <laughs> As opposed to like a serial killer, like I usually look like. Maybe go with a, uh, the, the mask is a permanent thing. And that's what I was thinking from now Even, on. Maybe a mask that matches your skin tone with a smile on it. I've liked, like I was at the pharmacy yesterday. I got picked up some medicine. I was able to do a transaction without touching a single thing, which is really the goal of coming in out of these stores. Not the door, nothing. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, nurses and doctors running sites of fewer and fewer patients showing up. That's interesting. So some play we were just talking about testing a little bit ago. And how there hasn't been that much of it, not near as much as anybody thought there would have been by now. But some of the places where testing has shown up and become available, they're not getting anybody showing up wanting to be tested. <laughs> they're just huh. standing there with their, uh, you know, their thermometers up there, just checking their own temperature, uh, waiting for anybody <laughs> to come in. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's something. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't. I guess I don't feel right now like I need. To, I'd like to, if I could get tested to see if I've already had it. I would do that test. Yeah, except about the uncertainty whether you're immune now. Yeah. Which is chilling. But I would like to know, but I don't have any reason to go get a test right now. I am going to, I think, continue to wear the mask like we were just discussing. I'm going to wear the mask everywhere I go because I think it eliminates my resting bitchy face. Mm-hmm. It makes me more approachable. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel like we might need to do some examination on, on your default setting of vibes that you're putting out into the universe. If putting on a mask makes you more approachable. I can see that as a as a question. On the other hand, isn't it generally conceded that uh, RBF is it's a genetic condition essentially? I mean, I I adore my wife, but she's been accused by my daughter of of having <laughs> a, a touch of RBF. Her her default look is is kind of a a thoughtful grimace. Yeah. And I'll say, "What's wrong, sweetheart? Nothing. What do you mean?" Oh, okay, good. Okay, super. Yeah, so when I wear a mask, people don't see that, and they can just assume I'm smiling and then pleasant and approachable. Uh, and as Sean says, if you need to cover your face to be approachable, you might want to reexamine your look. <laughs> Let's do well, some face exercise. <laughs> and, and, and or your attitude. <laughs> of course, sometimes I have that look because I hate you. So it's not, 
not resting, it's active. Is what it's, it's my doing. boiling dislike that my, makes me look like this. This is my active bitchy face. <laughs> Anywho, uh, the uh, the uh, eye-patched congressman was on with Bill Maher on Friday night. Yeah, Dan, Dan Crenshaw, who's a very smart and honorable fellow, and I'm so glad he's on the scene, uh, had a chat with Bill Maher that I found stimulating and interesting. It was respectful. They disagreed on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but they were talking about the, the inevitable, the COVID-19, the response, the orange man, uh, the rest of it. Um, and, and I find a lot of the debate about who knew what when and who thought what when and who said what when and the rest of it ultimately not very, uh, uh, useful because everybody underestimated, but, but I think, it's useful to have the discussion to end the discussion. I think you'll hear what I mean in uh, clip number uh, 19 there. He said he stopped people coming in from China. He did not. He said he was ahead of it. 43 countries did it before we did. There are still people coming in from China. He only stopped yeah. foreign nationals. Yeah, okay, let, let, me, let me address that because I, I know that's, that's what people are saying right now. But the reality is that was about 40,000 people came in after that. These are U.S. citizens and green card holders and passport holders being repatriated. U.S. citizens. So you have to make the argument yeah. then that that we shouldn't allow them in. And I mean, it, it sounds to me like you're fully agreeing with President Trump on this when everybody else disagreed with him. And, no, and if I, you're saying that you wish that 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 travel restriction had been more extreme, okay, fine. I well, mean, I, I, you apparently had the foresight back then, but when nobody else did. But the fact right. is, you okay. know, we, if Joe Biden was in charge at that moment, he's already said he wouldn't have done it. He criticized it as, at the time. Nancy it, Pelosi actually proposed legislation. To, to stop it. That is true. That, that, uh, I remember Nancy when she proposed the legislation. How have I heard that 40,000 number, though, 15 times in the last two weeks? After Trump banned people from China, 40,000 people came in. Fact check. It's a lie. Without anybody in the media pointing out those were people being repatriated, unless you're for blocking them for coming back to the country in which they live or have family... Right. You need to shut up with that. How had I not heard that? Well, combination of laziness and the media repeating it, not knowing it, or that kind of ruins the point. It well, ruins your anti-Trump uh, point if you point out, well, those people had to come back. At the same time, I heard Mike Pence say on Fox News Sunday that we banned all travel from China. And that's not true. You let U.S. citizens and green card holders and, and the other people come home, which I'm 100% in favor of. But Yeah, you can't, you can't block people from coming back to their home country. Right, exactly. No, we can quarantine them or get them medical care or whatever. So both sides, again, ought to wise up. Uh, meanwhile... Did you have uh, any idea that that many people traveled from China to the United States on a daily basis? I had no idea. Hmm. Hadn't really five, thought about it. Well, I hadn't thought about it either. But if you'd have told me it's 5,000 a day, I'd have thought, no way. Right. Really? Yeah, it right. is. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they were talking about the critical period in February in which Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are uh, accusing the administration of doing nothing during those critical times. But Congressman Crenshaw on clip 21 to respond to that as well. I mentioned February 25th. The day before, February 24th, that's when the administration requested two and a half billion dollars from Congress to fulfill, um, you know, CDC, NIH, uh, and FDA funding to combat the virus and, and the potential spread of it. What happened right then? I'll tell you because I was in Congress and I know what happened. Did we vote on a supplemental funding bill? No. Did we wait days to vote? No. Still didn't vote on it. You know what we voted on later that week? Nancy Pelosi. The only thing she would put on the floor to vote on was a bill to ban flavored tobacco. 
that's that's what actually happened. It wasn't. A, it was only a week later that we actually voted on the supplemental funding that the administration requested. That's an excellent point, also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God, I. I know I'm wishing for something that just can't happen. I wish there was a news outlet that could that could give me that what he just said, along with the other stuff, and then let me sort it out in my own head. I wish that could happen. Yeah, and and listen, I wish uh, the president was a little less a salesman and a little more just a sober giver of updates. Um, but w- I'm also not. I'm not like a you know teen in love teenager where every time the president says something that sounds positive I just swoon and uh, Congressman Crenshaw addressed uh, Trump style in clip 21. Your criticism appears to be based in one thing that Trump was overly optimistic. That's his style. You know, again, I, you can criticize it. That's fine, but it doesn't. But it's not connected to the actions that were actually taken. Because if I back up even further. You know, February 14th, CDC announces ongoing work with five laboratories to perform community-based influenza surveillance and study the spread of the virus. We're, we're trying. We're in a fact-finding mode in February. People forget this. We People were. People keep calling the, February this lost month. The world. It's really not. There's just it, that's an easy and cheap accusation because there's no big bold moves taken like there was in January or like there was in March. But the reality is, our government was working to create that test. Now, did they work as fast as we would have liked? No, of course not. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I love Dan Crenshaw. He's pretty smart. What, I think he's fantastic. What was he in the military? Oh, I don't remember specifically. I can come up with that. Yeah, can you Google that for us, Two Sean? shakes. Yeah. He, he is a smart guy. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, though There will be a lot of articles and then, and then uh, further on books written about all this that are going to be pretty interesting to read he was a former seal seal excuse me okay i thought he yeah, was i a... just i accidentally uh googled uh, ben crenshaw and came up with the sweet putting golf star of the 70s <laughs> <laughs> different guy Tot- almost completely different guy <laughs> almost completely <laughs> yeah uh, uh not a navy seal current congressman argument with bill maher <laughs> no, but boy, he could roll in the fifteen footers. Couldn't Seal he? for ten years, five tours of duty. Ben Crenshaw? Yeah. No, no, Dan Crenshaw. Oh, yeah. Dan Crenshaw. I think no. But, I think we're confused. Here. But how many U.S. Opens has Dan Crenshaw won? I'm guessing not a one. I haven't gotten to that part of the Wikipedia yet. Must be <laughs> same number lower. as me. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. He lost his eye. Required surgery to save the vision. His left eye. Uh, after, during his third uh, deployment in Helmand province, the he hellhole. He went back for two more after losing his eye? Yes. Jeez. That's, a, that's um, a... Well, uh, in Bahrain and South Korea, but he, he stayed active duty. Wow. Yeah. An honorable man and a good man. And the thing I enjoyed most about the uh, the Mara Crenshaw discussion was that, though they disagreed with uh, each other on a lot of different points, they brought perspectives to each other and were respectful. You know throughout. what? You know what uh, is clearly the truth, but isn't uh, isn't going to do any good. Um, not having a crowd allows them to have more of that kind of a conversation because in front of Bill Maher's crowd, when Bill Maher would have said something, you know, one of his points, the crowd had gone, yeah. <laughs> just, Whereas then, in this, Dan Crenshaw a, would say, Bill, you know, the, the flaw in your thinking is this. And he'd answer quietly and reasonably. 
And so, yeah, Bill did not have the the Greek chorus, as it were, to to, to beef up his arguments. So came across. And I like Bill Maher, by the way. I disagree with him all the time, but I think he is a sincere guy. This seems like the sort of thing you would see on Twitter and then wonder if it was true. But this was at my actual Starbucks at the drive through window. They had uh, tip jars out there, and uh, it was a tip war. Have you ever seen those where you put a tip in here to back this idea, a tip in that jar to back this idea? I like the idea. And the sign said, is Carol Baskin Carol Baskin innocent in this tip jar or guilty in this chip, tip jar? And the guilty jar had, uh, well, 20 times the amount of money as the innocent jar. So Carol Baskin, the one of the villains, they're all villains, in the, yeah, uh, in, the in the Netflix documentary Tiger King, she's still out there having fed her husband to uh, tigers, probably, um, is still popular enough that the, the Starbucks had a tip jar war going on about it, which I find hilarious. But I do know a couple of people that watched the final new episode that they added in the last week. I haven't seen it. Did you watch the added on ex- uh, Nah, I got a couple minutes into it, realized just didn't seem uh, like it was worth it. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay. We had a family conversation about that over the weekend, and there was not a lot of desire expressed. Yeah, that was enough. That that was that was a great thing. I love it when that happens. Yeah, when it's just about the right length. Yeah, good that was enough are, of that. Good things are supposed to end too. Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It was great. That was interesting. There's no reason to make another season or no. or, or 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 get married and have a baby so you can continue the season for another you or anything like that or move to los angeles and try it again or anything like that it's just over yeah and by the way those of you uh who are who are doing the free joe exotic movement yes i i, I hope you're just having fun no because i'm all for him getting out he was wronged no 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 psychopath okay psychopath Animal abuser, human abuser, meth dealer, and a hundred other kinds of, of unsavory. I was way more bothered by the way he took advantage of uh, of troubled young men than I am about him wanting to kill Carol Baskin. <laughs> I just that doesn't right. really trouble me at all. Um, <laughs> but the way he took advantage of these kids is just uh, uh, yeah. yeah. He should be that executed for to, that. Seems to be a thing in the uh, Tiger Zoo community. You know, you know what the best part of that show was, and you didn't need to watch it to understand this. He hired a guy to kill a woman he hates, and the guy was such a screw up that on the way to Florida to kill her, he changed his mind, but he doesn't even really remember doing it. It's just like and at some point I started partying, and I don't know. I guess I didn't. I guess I just didn't want to do it anymore. Some he doesn't even remember his thinking. <laughs> Right. There are people out there. It's troubling. There are people out there you can hire to to, to do a hit. And there's such F-ups that they might not do it, but not even have a reason why they didn't do it. They just right. didn't get around to it. Or I lost my gun. Or I forgot her address. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, my God. If I were to ask you, I thought you were going to take the boys to the ice cream parlor yesterday. And you would be able to tell me why you didn't right. specifically. Sure, not just uh, we didn't. How right. come? I don't know. I just... Started partying. <laughs> hey, weren't you uh, going off to shoot that woman in the head? Yeah, but I didn't. Oh, why? Guy came over I with a twelve remember. pack, and you were going to commit a murder for a few thousand dollars, which would have, of course, made you a oh. wanted man for the rest of your life and the death penalty, et cetera, et cetera. But you didn't because I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I got sidetracked somehow. <laughs> that, that might be the most amazing thing then to me. There yeah. are people like that out there. Oh, my God. A lot God. of dead eyes and missing consciences in that show. 
Oh, boy. Text not line. a lot of teeth, however. <laughs> no, no. Near, not as many teeth as characters in the show, for some reason. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. couple of things to jam into the final uh, Dow's down today, but the uh, you know the day here and there doesn't matter. I'm not a day trader. You're, you're not either, so it doesn't matter. But the Dow had its best two-week performance since the 30s. The last two weeks were the best two weeks combined since Woo-hoo! the 1930s. So uh, that's good to see. That, that, that is more like the V-shaped recovery people were hoping for. Uh, in terms of... Uh, Lying liars in the media and politicians. It happens on both sides. Surely you know that by now. There was a doctored video going around of Steve Mnuchin, the Secretary of the Treasury, saying that Americans can live on $1,200 for 10 weeks. Oh, and, boy. And AOC and all kinds of different celebrities and politicians jumped on that and retweeted it and commented, boy, what, what world does he live in? Because he's a super rich guy. What world Hedge is, fund guy, wasn't yeah, he, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, and then he's married to some super hot model that it, the taxpayers picked up their wedding or something. I don't remember what the story was. But anyway, uh, Steve Mnuchin saying the average person can live for 10 weeks and $1,200. He's completely out of touch. How long would your rent last? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out that's completely doctored. He didn't say that at all. He made a comment about the $1,200, and then he made a comment about how long the fund can last, and they put mm-hmm. it together. And it's yeah. just it was just one of those things that happens on both sides, and... So if you happen to come across that, that was a lie. And then I found this amusing. So uh, we've turned kind of sour on Amazon, having been Amazon Prime members forever and really enjoying their ability to send us stuff. But, man, they are struggling now. And we do more Target and Walmart and other people for faster delivery than Amazon. But we we were out of those Ziploc bags. We are just out of them. You can't get them anywhere. So really? We, so we got, yeah, you can't buy them huh. anywhere. So Ziploc bags, we finally got some that showed up. And they had some... Disney movie on them, on the box and on the bag, some movie from like six years ago. So these are like in a warehouse somewhere. There's no way in in, in modern America, <laughs> this is the sort of crap that we send to like Haiti. We're going to start, you're going to start getting, you know, Super Bowl loser t-shirts and stuff like that. Turns think, out nobody wants these Mulan Ziplocs. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're now like those third world comp- countries that get old Super Bowl losers. <laughs> I found that hilarious. Some decade-old Disney movie Ziploc bags. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to put a little uh, bow on the preceding radio program. Let's begin in the control room with Michelangelo. Michael? Well, I'm a little late to the party, but I finally made a life change this weekend, and I got rid of the cable box and went to internet streaming. Wow. And I'm liking it, so I'm going to say 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, keep us updated on uh, if that's working for you or not. He pulled the plug or ripped the cord or what is it? Cut the cord. That's it. Got to uh, pos- positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought. Sean? Yeah, I think this week is going to be very interesting as the discussions around uh, when or when to not uh, reopen, quote-unquote, reopen the economy uh, happen. I think these are very important discussions that must be had by intelligent, good-intentioned people. Be very careful about being dragged into political cosplay during any of these. 
Ah, well said. A fine phrase there. Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, if we could get away from the open or not as if it's a all-or-nothing conversation, I think we'd be a lot better off. There's a whole bunch of businesses that I can think of. There's no good reason they're not open today. Um, but no, we're not going to have schools and basketball games and movie theaters and health clubs for a while. Yeah, but small business, let them function. Employ those folks. My final thought is it was seven years ago this weekend that the previous owners of my house installed the carbon monoxide alarms. How do you know that? You know how I know that? Because precisely seven years after you install them and turn them on, they begin going, read, 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 to indicate that their lifespan is over. Huh. But nobody tells you that. So you spend about an hour thinking, why the hell are the smoke alarms going off? Which, then you look at the, that one's still flashing green. And then finally you figure it out. You rip them off the wall and you jerk the batteries out of them and you smash them with a hammer. I've done that before. I have Rick, done that before. Rick, Rick. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? I think you, if you check the record. Armstrong and Getty.